folks, and welcome to another episode of My Ruby Story. Uh, this week, we're doing something a little bit different. Um, I'm doing this kind of to commemorate episode 100 of My Ruby Story. And so I'm just going to talk a little bit about the show, a little bit about devchat.tv, uh, where things are at now, and kind of give you a picture of where things have gone over the last 100 episodes. This episode is sponsored by Sentry.io. Recently, I came across a great tool for tracking and monitoring problems in my apps. Then I asked them if they wanted to sponsor the show and allow me to share my experience with you. Sentry provides a terrific interface for keeping track of what's going on with my app. It also tracks releases so I can tell if what I deployed makes things better or worse. They give full stack traces and as much information as possible about the situation when the error occurred to help you track down the errors. Plus, one thing I love, you can customize the context provided by Sentry. So, if you're looking for specific information about the request, you can provide it. It automatically scrubs passwords and secure information, and you can customize the scrubbing as well. Finally, it has a user feedback system built in that you can use to get information from your users. Oh, and I also love that they support open source to the point where they actually open source Sentry if you want to self-host it. Use the code devchat at sentry.io to get two months free on Sentry's small plan. That's code devchat at sentry.io. Now, one thing that's interesting about my Ruby story um, is that it started out as kind of a spinoff of Ruby Rogues. And um, I've told the story of how Ruby Rogues got started. I'm not going to rehash it here. Um, but I had, uh, I had hired a business coach and I was talking to her about some of the stuff that I had going on with devchat.tv. And at the time, I had more or less filled up all of the sponsorship spots for uh, Ruby Rogues, JavaScript Jabber, and Adventures in Angular. And I was looking for ways that I could expand that so that I could start new shows because that's really what I wanted to do. And incidentally, that's what we've done here over the last few months. Um, we've actually started, I think, six new shows and, you know, have really uh, had things start to take off. So anyway, um, it, it's kind of worked out. But anyway, she told me to start uh, basically producing another episode of each show. But what I had understood was actually to start a new show spun off of the original show. And so I decided, well, I'm just going to go interview people um, about Ruby, JavaScript and Angular and, um, you know, kind of capture their story. Because I felt like we had been doing a good job about helping people understand the topics that we were talking about within the concepts of Ruby, JavaScript and Angular. But we hadn't really been exposing who they were. And to be perfectly honest, I don't know that we necessarily really do a great job of that with my Ruby story, but it does give people a context for who the folks are that we're having on the show and give them an idea of, oh, this is some of the history behind Ruby and this is how these people were involved and this is what they do and that's why I care what they have to say. And so to that sense, I feel like there's value there. And so I've been happy to continue to do the show. And in fact, I've actually talked to some people that when we don't put out a My Ruby Story episode, they're like, you didn't put out a Ruby show this week. And I'm like, well, yeah, we did. And it turns out that they're only listening to My Ruby Story. They're not listening to Ruby Rogues, uh, which is kind of funny to me. But um, anyway, so, yeah, it kind of became this this other phenomenon. And, uh, you know, I've talked to a bunch of people in the Angular community and the, the JavaScript community as well, just in the sense of, um, you know, wrangling shows together and, and talking to people and capturing their story. 
And one thing that's been really interesting to me is I've talked to a number of people who are new people who are just getting into Ruby or just getting into JavaScript or Angular um, who start listening to these shows. And at first, they're a little bit intimidated, right? Because we get somebody who's been doing Ruby for a long time. They really know and understand whatever topic they're an expert in. They do a great job in, I guess, sort of being the, you know, doing whatever it is they're doing, writing open source or uh, contributing to the community or giving talks or whatever it is. And then they hear the story and, it, you know, they, they hear that this person kind of came from nowhere, right? There, there, there wasn't like this anointing or, you know, um, there weren't uh, angels from on high that came down and declared them the Ruby expert, right? That they were just normal people who kind of stepped in under normal circumstances and then were able to do extraordinary things. And that's been really, really inspirational to me to just see how many people we've been able to inspire through shows like My Ruby Story. The other thing that's interesting about My Ruby Story and, jo and Ruby Rogues in general is that Ruby Rogues has been around long enough now to where we get people when we invite them to be a guest on the show who essentially say, I never thought I'd be invited to be on Ruby Rogues, which is also interesting in, in its own right, because we've, I guess we've kind of reached that status with some people where they look at us the same way they look at maybe TV or radio and think there's no way that I'm going to be good enough or famous enough or whatever to be on the show. And then it turns out that they did something that got our attention. And so we invited them to come on the show. And I really, really love that. I, I Not necessarily for the ego. It is kind of an ego trip, but mostly because it means that we've made a difference for them, right? Um, we've become one of those de facto uh, sources of truth for people, you know, that, that place that they go to for whatever it is that they need from the Ruby community. And we're able to provide that to people in a way that uh, makes us authoritative. And, and that makes a lot of sense as well. Um, I've also had people at conferences come up and talk to me and tell me that, uh, you know, we've helped them get better jobs or help them get into programming in the first place. And I feel like that's very core to what, what we're doing at devchat.tv and specifically with the My Story shows. Anyway, it, all of that really just kind of comes together in a way that's very, very rewarding, at least for me, because um, the, the shows initially, I guess, started out as me talking about code or me and my friends talking about code. And it was like, hey, let's talk about JavaScript or hey, let's talk about Ruby. Right. And so we pulled together people we thought would be interesting to chat with about Ruby. And that's kind of what the shows were. But as time went on and I really figured out that, you know, these podcasts matter to people and that they make a difference. And it's interesting because uh, I'm mostly talking about this because Michelle, my production manager, wanted me to talk about the people that, you know, talk about the impact that these shows have had. And it feels a little bit like, I don't know, like I'm tooting my own horn. But really what it is for me is that it makes a difference, right? That's the reason I'm doing it. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously I have to pay the bills and things like that. You know, I pay my uh, production team. I pay myself so that, you know, my kids have food to eat and a place to live. But 
you know, I, I get the benefit, I guess, of getting paid to do something that really I feel like matters. And yeah, I'm not going to spend too long on this just because I, I mean, it matters to me, but I, I want to talk more about what we're doing to further that than I want to talk about how that's been done. And and I don't necessarily even want to necessarily call out the, the people who have come to me over the years and, and told me that it mattered. You know, it, it has been an opportunity and it's been a lot of fun to talk to people in the Ruby community and, and find out what they're working on and find out what matters and find out what they're doing. And then also to, you know, hear from people and tell, have them tell me why it mattered and what difference it made. And so if it has made a difference for you, I guess one thing you can do for me is just shoot me an email, right? Just let me know what you've learned from the show or, you know, that you've been a listener for a long time and, you know, kind of what the show overall has meant to you. Um, that really does help me kind of keep going on, on the days where it gets really hard to want to update the website with one more change or, you know, the days where I'm just tired or, or, or depressed or something like that. And, and I have those days. I don't have them very often, but I have them. Um, so, yeah, all of that really just kind of kicks in and makes the difference. A few years ago at a JavaScript conference, I was approached by Natter Dabbit. And you might know him for the React Native Radio podcast. He's also a developer evangelist for Amazon. And when he came to me, we had a conversation about React Native. And the thing that I love about React Native is that it's approachable, it's web technology, and it's cross-platform. And it makes a lot of things really easy for developers to jump in and do interesting things on mobile with JavaScript. So we've had this show now running for several years, React Native Radio, where we interview people about the React Native ecosystem, some of the things that are coming out in React and how they affect mobile and other options that you have for mobile development. So if you're doing mobile development, you're doing it in JavaScript, you're looking for a good option, or maybe you're just trying to stay current with React Native, then go check out React Native Radio at reactnativeradio.com. One other thing is you might, it might sound a little different from normal, me talking here like this. Um, I'm actually in a hotel room in San Francisco right now for a conference. One of the sponsors wanted me to come out and talk to their speakers at the conference. And so I'm here for that. And I just pulled out my Zoom H6 and pushed record. So um, yeah, that should, you know, that gives you an idea of why I sound maybe a little different from normal. The other thing is, is that uh, a lot of people, as I've talked to them, they don't realize exactly where things are at with devchat.tv. So I thought I'd give a little bit of an update there. So uh, initially, when I started podcasting, I started with Rails Coach, Rails Coach podcast. And um, I've told this story too, but when I started it, I was really just trying to either connect with people in the Ruby community that I wanted to talk to. And that's how I met James Gray and a bunch of the other folks that um, appeared as hosts on Ruby Rogues. But yeah, I was just talking about code and, and I never really pictured it as much more than just a hobby. Um, I wound up picking up Teach Me to Code. That, that got me much further down the line toward realizing that there might be some opportunities outside of just a hobby, right? That I might be able to take it to the level that Ryan Bates did with Railscasts and, you know, make a real living at it. And so, um, you know, I pursued that a little bit, but not really. It was still very, very hobbyish for me. And then in 2011, when James and I started pulling people in to start Ruby Rogues, again, you know, it was just, hey, I love this community and I want to start a show. And, you know, and he did too. So, you know, we did it. We pulled 
pulled people together and, and made it happen. And, you know, again, I, I didn't really see it as, as a serious thing beyond just people wanted it. And, you know, we, we had some trouble releasing initially on time and, you know, eventually solved that um, by hiring Mandy, um, you know, went through a whole bunch of stuff with, you know, various hosts had the panel leave at one point on Ruby Rogues, you know, started other shows, JavaScript Jabber, Freelancer Show, iFreaks, and Adventures in Angular initially. And, you know, eventually got to the point where I either had to quit freelancing or quit podcasting because I didn't have time for both. So I had to, I don't know that I had to quit. I just, I, I definitely couldn't do both at the level I was doing them. It, it wasn't going to work. So I went to my wife and I, I kind of expected her to tell me to keep freelancing because that was what was paying the bills. And she told me to do what would make me happy. So, yeah. Um, so I went full time on the podcasts and made it work. And I really haven't looked back. Um, I've been doing the podcast full time now for three or four years. And it's it's been this awesome journey. And I've met so many great people. And just just really had a great time with it. And it's it's been a great way to go. And it's funny because I talk to people and they're like, you're really making it full time on the podcast. And yeah, I am. And uh, it's awesome. And I have I have ideas for where I want to go with the, the things in the future. And I'm, I'm hoping that you'll be along for the ride with me as we do that. Um, some of the things, you know, and it's back to the same idea, right, of, of making a difference for people and helping people. There, there are just so many opportunities for people to make their lives better. And a lot of times I find that people just, you know, they, they don't talk about them. Um, you know, the, the, their bosses, their coworkers, people in the community, they get so focused on, can you do rails or can you do react or can you do this thing, that thing, or the other thing. And I feel like those opportunities are often missed, right? Um, because we're so focused on the technical knowledge that we miss out on the skills that, you know, we could do a little better at and make a big difference in. And a lot of those are considered soft skills. But ultimately, I feel like that that's a place that makes a difference. And that's part of what my Ruby story really is about, is it's about, hey, look, you know, we've got these people. It's about people. And, you know, it's, it's more than just code. It's what makes people tick and what matters to people. And if you look at things from that standpoint, you recognize that as time goes on and as software gets more complicated, if somebody can write code, they still have to be able to work with their team. They still have to be able to interface with project managers and product managers. They still have to be able to understand what it is that's needed and why. And if they can't do those things, then they're a whole lot less useful to the organization um, as compared with the people that come in and actually um, contribute to the team and help pull everybody up. And yeah, are able to make technical um, contributions, but they're making the right technical contributions. And... I realized uh, a few months ago that that's, that's the area that I really want to hit. That's the area that I want to knock it out of the park with because more and more companies are hiring less for the technical skills and more for the ability to pick them up as well as to work well in a team. And so, um, you know, I, I want to train people on that. Now, this kind of comes full circle with uh, the shows because the shows are very technically focused, right? 
Um, JavaScript Jabber is about JavaScript and Ruby Rogues is about Ruby. So, you know, we are going to be talking about those things. But at the same time, you know, it if it's not leading you to um, have a better career and lead a better life, then what's the point, right? If I'm not showing you how you can do better with things by having the right people interviewed on the shows, then what's the point, right? If we're not talking about their journey so that you can understand the things that you need to do and the things you need to avoid, then what's the point? And so it's, it's, it's kind of driven, you know, a lot of these people coming and saying, hey, you know, this is what's paid off for me, or this is what's mattered to me. This is how the shows have made a difference for me. It's kind of come back around to feed back into the, the, the cycle with, with these shows where I've realized that we need to spend some time talking about these other skills. One of my favorite communities to get involved with these days is the Angular community. There are so many great people there. We've had a lot of them on Adventures in Angular over the last several years. And I really wanted to just highlight people and give you a chance to get to know the flavor and the feel of being around some of these awesome people. We've talked to people on the Angular core team. We've talked to people who have organized the conferences. We've talked to some of the co-hosts that I've had on Adventures in Angular. Nowadays, Aaron Frost is running the show and he's doing the same thing. Typically, he's been doing it at conferences lately, which is a lot of fun. But you get to hear what these people are about and why they care and how they get involved with other people in the Angular community. So if you're looking for that connection in the Angular community and a way to really understand the people who are involved in the Angular community, then go check out my Angular story. You can find it at myangularstory.com. Now, you know, the, a lot of people are going to, you know, we, we had a while on Ruby Rogues where we talked a lot about social justice type issues. And I don't know that I really want to get into those, especially if they're divisive issues. I, I really just want to talk about how you can make a difference for you. And if we're going to argue about some of these social justice or other causes, the, the issue is, is that some of those things need to change and they, but they're going to be long-term changes. And in the short term where you can make a difference for yourself now, there really is nothing you can do about those things, right? You, you can push those causes forward, but it's going to pay off in a year or five or 10. And so what I want to talk about is I want to talk about, okay, so what do you do now to make your job easier or better? right? What do you do now to find a job that's a better fit for you? What do you do now to influence your boss so that things are better for your team? What do you do now to contribute to your coworkers so that you all can get the job done? What do you do now to make the kinds of contributions to the code bases you work in so that they're more pleasant to work on? And all of those issues are within your control. You just have to take advantage of them. And then in the long term, you can sit down and look forward and see where you want to end up and then plan out how you're going to get there. So that's what I ultimately see um, my Ruby story, my JavaScript story, my Angular story, as well as kind of the core shows of Ruby Rogues, JavaScript Jabber, and Adventures in Angular, and all of the other shows that we're doing as a way to, yes, empower you to work on the technology and understand the technology, but also for you to understand the currents that that you may run into and what those things may mean to you as you work, move forward in your career. Yeah. So overall, you're going to see a slight shift in the devchat.tv podcast. You're also going to see me work on some other initiatives like maxcoders.io, which is taking me a little bit longer to set up than I would like. But, you know, again, that's going to have that focus 
And sure, we're going to help people with Ruby and JavaScript and Angular and React and Vue and Elixir and whatever else, right? We're, we're going to do those things, but we're also going to help people with um, taking leadership on their teams. You know, whether you're given a leadership position or not, there, there are leadership qualities that you can exhibit on the team that are going to make things better for your teammates. Um, you know, what practices can you put into place that are going to make a difference long term for the team and this project's success? You know, um, how do you communicate with your team? How do you make sure it's clear? How do you make sure that it's concise? Make sure that you're not wasting people's time. Um, how do you teach other people how to work with you? Um, how do you identify the things that really matter to you? Because some people, they want to show up, write cool code and go home. And other people want to show up, write cool code and then go to the bar with their friends from work and hang out. And neither of those are wrong, but they're not a good fit for the same types of people. And so again, you know, just just down to that, you know, where you figure out what you want and then you figure out where it's at and then you go get it. And so that that's the kind of thing I want to aim for, you know. Um how do you empower your boss? How do you get your boss to empower you? You know, I I think communication really is core, but again, how do you find a mentor? How do you mentor other people? How do you um, make a presentation during a brown bag lunch, right? How do you organize learning opportunities at work? How do you convince your boss to send you to conferences? When you're at the conference, how do you interface with people? I mean, all of these things are really, really important, but nobody talks about them. And when they do, you get, you know, maybe an hour long podcast episode about them. that doesn't give you specifics on strategies and approaches that are going to get you there. That's part of why I wrote the book, The Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. Uh, it was the Get a Coder Job book, but I retitled it because, again, all of this stuff is going back to the Max Coder's idea now. And, you know, but but I wanted a kind of a step-by-step -step guide to these strategies because they're not out there for people to consume. And, and so that's what we're doing here. And it's all going to come back to this idea of Max Coders, which are the people out there who are building careers that enable them to live the lives that they want to lead. And they're the kind of developers that people want to work with, that bosses want to have on their team, that make excellent levels of contribution to their teams. And a lot of times, not even in ways that are that can be measured. You know, So it's not going to be measured in lines of code. It's not going to be measured in number of stories closed. It may be measured in when they're gone for a week, the team suffers in their productivity and capability because that person's not there to actually do their thing, whatever it is. And it turns out that they actually get in there and they fill in critical support roles that aren't measured except for when they're gone. Right. And you can feel that, or they, you know, they make clarifications and, and updates the documentation that save days off the clock, you know, three months from now or a year from now. And so that that's what I'm working on is just, you know, getting a cohesive set of ideas around what these people are and what they do, and then working backward from there to provide people the ideas that they need to have in order to knock things out of the park. And I've had some terrific mentors. I've seen some terrific people on teams that do all these things. And I really want to kind of bring those ideas and strategies to you so that you can take advantage of how they were successful and then recognize how you can move forward and do those things. So a lot of this is going to be at devchat.tv. I plan to write extensively about it on the email list of all places. So if you go to devchat.tv and put your email address in any of the newsletter forms, you'll get them. 
And then also at maxcoders.io, I'm planning on writing some more books. I'm planning on making some video courses. I'm planning on bringing some of these kinds of people in to have discussions with them in Q and A's um, and things like that. We'll have a discussion forum and just provide a place where all of these conversations can happen so that we can solidify these ideas. And yeah, you know, you'll, you'll kind of be the first people that I reach for when we have openings for podcast hosts. Uh, you'll be the first people that I reach for when I'm writing a new book and need beta readers, you know, so you get the information early and I can get feedback and make sure that I'm giving you the information you need and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. So if you're interested in it, go check it out at maxcoders.io. Um, should be up here within the next week or two. Um, and if you have any feedback, just email me, chuck at devchat.tv. And I'm happy to talk through any of these ideas with anybody and just, you know, get an idea of where people are at, what they're struggling with. You know, what, what do you love about your job? What do you hate about your job? What can we do to make it better? Um, and, and all of that stuff. So that, that's pretty much it. But just to give you an idea of some of the things that I've been doing lately with that relate to this, for example, um, you know, I've been focused a lot on, you know, making the processes better for devchat.tv and the production and uh, so, social media SEO areas, right? But then I've also been focused on spending time with my kids, you know, because they need me, you know, and I, I ran a marathon last week as I record this, right? And so, um that that's another angle, you know, where I'm just, you know, I'm focused on taking care of myself. And, you know, you, you really have to figure out some of these areas where you can build success for yourself and know that that's what you're going to end up with. And your success may not be running marathons and spending time with your kids, right? You may not have kids. You may, success may look to you like getting that side project done and launched so that you have another stream of income from a software as a service application that you put out there. So, I mean, there, there are all kinds of definitions of success, but I want to give you the tools to get there. So that's what I'm working on. And, and that's where a lot of this focus is. Um, and like I said, if you have any questions or ideas or things you want to ask me about, then yeah, just email me chuck at devchat.tv, or you can actually schedule a 15 minute zoom call with me. Zoom is just a video uh, chat discussion um, tool. So we can just talk kind of face to virtual face. Uh, just go to devchat.tv slash 15 minutes. That's all run together. No dashes, no underscores is devchat.tv slash one five minutes. And I'm happy to dig through any of this with you. Um, if you're stuck in your career, I'm happy to talk through that with you. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions for me, I'm happy to answer them. We usually end these things with picks, and I've kind of just talked a lot about what, what's going on and just kind of stream of consciousness this episode. So I don't know if I have any direct picks. Um, one of the books I've been reading lately that I may just point out is The 360 Degree Leader. Um, I think that's going to, you know, give a lot of the ideas behind what you can do to be successful in your career just because I feel like what we pass off as leadership uh, qualities are actually just good qualities to have to deal with people at any level. So uh, I'm going to point that out. Another book I like is Extreme Ownership. So uh, you can pick that one up as well. And yeah, um, but just sit down, figure out what you want. And then I'm happy to sit down and talk to you about it and help you figure out how you're going to get there. And in the meantime, 
you know, we'll line up some more Ruby guests and talk to the, talk to them about their stories. And uh, yeah, um, while you're waiting for that, go out there and max out. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com to learn more.